You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint, and we got the third box one more time. Our main man, Justin, who is – I'm going to throw down OG to the Lockdown Bulldogs because uh, we got thrown out of the Chili's together, Justin. Yeah. Listen, we all in this together. It was yesterday. It It really does. It does. (laughs) If you've never never been thrown out of a Chili's with us, uh, you you can't relate. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like, but uh, Justin does. Justin, um, it's great to have you on the pod, man. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Um, uh, big Georgia fan, Justin is. He's also the official legal correspondent of Lockdown Bulldogs. We took that title from M Dubs. Um, that's right. We got a strong. We got this. Is you're our second lawyer that we've had on the pod this week, so it's row, really. Right? Yeah, yep. we're yeah. yeah. So it's um you got to up your game if you want to get an invite to the pot. Is what we're trying to say, people. Um, <laughs> hey, you welcome, have to, you have to- Justin. Uh, Justin's a great follow on Twitter. You should you should hit him up over there. Uh, Justin be tweeting. You can get um, after him that way. But um, glad you're here. Justin's a fan. Clint's a fan. I'm a fan. That's what the podcast is all about. We're it's not gurus simple. or insiders. We are not um, trying to break down film or take ourselves too seriously. What we are is big-time fans of the Georgia Bulldogs, and that's what we're here to talk about. It's the best week of the year to be a fan of the Georgia mm. Bulldogs because it's Florida mm. week. It's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. We're locked and loaded, and we're ready to go. Uh, um, some of us more, some of us more locked than others. <laughs> oh no, that that I one's empty. It's it's, it's, a little, it's empty. Glenn. What happened? See oh. what had happened was what had happened. Pre-production meeting got real for Clint, and so he came <laughs> he came out. If he stands up and leaves in the middle of the podcast, you all know why. Um, hey, if you're listening on audio right now, you can't see Clint's empty cup, which is he prefers it that way. You can find us on audio, wherever podcasts are found, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, uh, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube. Uh, uh, so just search Lockdown Bulldogs on YouTube. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a comment on uh, YouTube and leave us a five-star rating and review on podcasts. All those things are appreciated. Um, all right. That's an – oh, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com at dogs podcast you guys probably know those things by now justin let's jump into it um let's do it. clint and i have talked about florida this week we've talked about the game we've talked about our thoughts we've been talking about it for a while we got some insight from sarah yesterday on the pod but i'm curious um your history with the georgia florida game when, when this game comes up every year just tell me does it does it fill you with anxiety? Does it fill you with excitement? Mm. Like what what are you feeling? Yeah, like especially this year, guys. This has been the game that I've kind of had my eyes on ever since it was clear that you know we're really a national powerhouse and a contender this year. You know, the thing about Florida for me has always been, or at least this year in particular, is I felt I feel like they play to the level of their competition. But that's a good and a bad thing because they play up and they'll play down. Like if they're playing Alabama, you saw what they did. You know, they they showed up yeah. mm-hmm. big game of the year. They yep. really push Alabama to the edge, but then they have the same stinker against somebody like Kentucky. Um, and mm-hmm. so I think that's what they're going to do for us. I think they're going to show up. I think it's their Super Bowl. 
They're clearly mm. staking their entire season on it. You know, if I hear one more 44-28 reference about last year's game, you know, that was a highlight of their entire year, and they went eight and four, and they haven't shut up about it for an entire year. I don't That's know right. what they do, but That's this right. year, you know, it's a big game for us. It's a big game for them, but um, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't be me to have a poverty program that wins the SEC East, still goes eight and four, and um, only talks about one regular season game in the middle of the schedule. A regular season game where our starting quarterback separates his shoulder, by the way, mm. Uh, mm. at a moment in the game when we were up 14 to nothing. But what? A, not a big deal. Not a huge deal. No. Um, what, a game with no, no pickings? No Jordan what, Davis? Uh, you said that this is the These one you circle. important players. What, uh, okay. what makes you most anxious? Justin, as you circled this game, what's the thing that gives you the most heartburn? Uh, making mistakes. You know, we can't have any turnovers. We Ooh. can't get any anything that's going to give make the game easier for them. If we go out and play our game, you know, I'm I'm, I'm entirely confident we're going to get the get the, get the win. But if we go out and you know make yeah. some bad turnovers, start to put the ball in their hands and make it easy for them, that's where things can get crazy. I think Mullen's going to have all the tricks ready to go. Um, you guys yep. remember uh, in 2017 when he was at Mississippi State and we hit him with mm -hmm. that uh, flea flicker first play of the game. Oh, yep. yeah. When he I gets remember. to Florida, when he gets to Florida the next year, first play of the game, he's a piece of petty guy. He does the exact same thing to us because he's he hates Kirby, he hates Georgia. Got sure. a like, little, little brother syndrome going on. So yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of that. All, the, all the gimmicks are going to come out because they're trying to win this game and, again, stake their entire season on beating Georgia. Yeah, well, when you got three losses, that's what you got to do. Um, it w let's let's talk a little bit big picture. I want to come back maybe as we move through the pod. I want to get your thoughts on Florida's offense, particularly Florida's defense. We talked a lot about Florida's offense. Florida fans have really loved our conversation about Florida's Ooh. offense. Um, hey, are they in the comments? They, they love in the comments. <laughs> they, they loved it when Clint called them Kentucky 2.0. Um, I think that's harsh. They, that's harsh. They loved it. They loved it when I said that Emory Jones was Grayson Lamberting his way down the field. Um, and so I want to get your thoughts on all that. But first, this is the first time we've been able to have you on all season. Hopefully, not the last time. But let's talk about this season as a whole. We're seven weeks in um, to Georgia's uh, hopefully historic season. I think you've already mentioned this team feels different to you. This team is a different yes. type of Georgia team. So just give me your overall impressions. What what has been a pleasant surprise to you? This is what I like to ask uh, all of our guests. What's What's been a big pleasant surprise on this Georgia team, an area where we've really exceeded your expectations coming into the year? I really like how we've really just showed up at every game ready to play like we haven't had any moments where I felt like we were unprepared or got caught flat-footed you know that Clemson game that you know all three of us are at um shout out to Chili's again uh you That's, know no shout, out. Entire, no shout out to the Chili's no Applebee's. Applebee's. Applebee's we are an Applebee's <laughs> podcast now that's it Nancy that's, at the Chili's you're dead to me Nancy you're done the way the defense played that entire game man that we have kept our foot on the pedal our foot on the gas that this entire season ever since then and we haven't let up there's been no flash in the pan it's like this is who we are and you know just the level of play that we've had reminds me a lot about 2017 2017 that 2017 team in the sense that you know we come out we have uh the the injury to easton and everybody's concerned like oh you know i don't really know how the season's gonna go we got this jake Fromm kid coming in what does that really mean go up to south bay and get the win 
everyone's like, oh, you know, that's great. You got the win against Notre Dame, but, you know, we don't really know anything about this Georgia team. Maybe they're real, maybe they're not. Then you have the, the Mississippi State game. And I think that's, for me, that's when everybody really took note, like, hey, this team might be doing something special. Uh, go to Tennessee, mm-hmm. blank them 41 nothing, and the story mm-hmm. just kind of kept going and going and going and going. I think for, Florida was like 42-7 to that year, hoping for a similar, a similar result this year. But mm-hmm. the, just the way this team is gelling, got great leadership, um, great defensive play. That's kind of the foundation of the team, just like 2017. But I'm really getting tired of people saying we haven't played anybody. I'm, I'm getting tired of that. I, I, I don't know how you guys feel about that. But every week it's a, it's a different one. Like, oh, well, you know, Arkansas is going to come into Athens and they're going to show Georgia what's, what's up because they haven't played anybody. Oh, Arkansas wasn't that good. Kentucky, though, Kentucky is going to show them. Oh, Kentucky wasn't that good. Mm. No, we got mm. no. No. Now we got four. Listen. Uh, that, that narrative is, is hilarious to me. I don't know. I like, I, I, I came on with a public service announcement, uh, I think earlier this week where you just, I've gotten to the point where like, if the national media is frustrating me by spinning this narrative, that Georgia wins, but asterisks, 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 then like, why am I focusing on anything except the part of the narrative that says Georgia wins? Because that's that's the part of the like that's it. All you have to do is win the games, and that's what we do. And guess what? Kentucky or Florida is the fourth best team we played this year. I mean, you can't change my mind about that. They're the fourth best team we played this year, and so on Saturday there will not be any reason for any Georgia fan to say we've played somebody because if we hadn't played anybody yet, we certainly are not going to play anybody this Saturday or the next Saturday or the next Saturday or the next Saturday because. The only somebodies out there are way down the schedule for us if yeah. we haven't played anybody yet. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's an exciting team. I like what you said about the way we brought it every game, and and you know, kind of dovetailing right into what makes you anxious about this Florida game because, um, you know, Georgia fans. If you've been a Georgia fan for a long time, you Ooh. you just you feel that oh, egg. God there you know like you feel that egg because it's been like what's gonna go wrong it's gonna go wrong what is it gonna be and what is it gonna happen it's been there we can all point to those games but um this team feels different we're not it's we're not here to do it's different it's different this kirby led team he's got all the culture all the players all the recruiting all the coaches this is kirby from top to bottom of the program all the way throughout, which I think what makes this different. Here, we're going to come back, ask Justin some more questions. But first, we'll let you know about prize picks. Have you heard about it, College Football fans? Prize picks is your daily fantasy football using college. It's got the most props of any single place in the entire world. It's easy payout. It's quick. It's secure. You make the prop bets, which just go ahead and let, let those creative juices be flowing. See what happens. I don't know. Make interceptions. How many times Dan Mullen calls a timeout in the first quarter because of alignment? Uh, I don't know. Prize picks. Give me some odds on that. I'll take. I'll take your money because it's going to be at least one, maybe two. Um, head over right now to PrizePicks.com. It's got an award-winning app. It's you against the player projection, and you can do mixed sport entry as well. It's in the App Store or Google Play. 60 seconds or less can be made an entry. It's that easy. PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepix.com. Use promo code LOCKED ON. Go to the App Store, download the app today. PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. All right. Um, Justin, uh, I, 
I want to ask who you want to be the starting quarterback, but I like you too much. Curtis. I'm not going to. I'm not oh, going to suggest. You guys I'm not going to suggest you. Nice. I'm telling you, I just can't. I don't understand how. Uh, yeah, we were talking about this. I think. Yeah, off air, but I don't think we talked about it on air. Like, what kind of a world do we live in where you can desire one person to play a position? And that necess- that means you hate another person. Like it just means yeah. that you like you want that person to die. You want that person to have never come to your school. You don't appreciate anything that he's ever done for you just because you want another person to play the yeah. position. Listen, yeah. I'm sure Kenny McIntosh is a heck of a guy. I lo- I I love that he's in Georgia. I'm happy that he's getting healthy. But I don't need him in the rotation. I just don't need him in the rotation. I'm happy with the rotation right now. Like I'm, I'm happy with what I got with three, four, and two. Those guys are doing fine for me in the rotation. I don't need six in there right now. I'm happy he's healthy. So yep. quarterback situation, uh, uh, let me ask you this. Does it yep. matter, Justin, who mm. plays quarterback and why or why not? I don't think it matters for Florida. I've, I've got full confidence that Stetson can get the job done. Now, at the same time, I'll tell you my take. You know, I want JT playing. I want JT playing because I need JT getting reps. So How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? you you're, you're never going to hear me say anything bad about Stetson. He's been a great teammate. He's done everything we've asked him to do with a smile yep. on his face. Been nothing but a great dog. A damn good dog. That's, that's yep. Stetson. So I'm not going to down the guy. But at the same time, it's like if this team wants to go where we all want them to go, I think we need JT Daniels. I see the stats about, you know, Stetson is leading the country and like passes over 10 yards down the field and completion percentage. And and that's great. Keep it up. Keep it up. But I think JT can do that. Do the same thing. You know, JT to to date has never lost a game for Georgia. I think we we just can't can't rule that out. We can't rule that out. Hmm. Um, So, you know, I appreciate everything Stetson's done, but I, I need JT to get back in here. Yeah, couldn't, I couldn't I agree more with that. I, no, absolutely. I think you're right. Where we want to go, you're right. This week, if Stetson or JT trots out there, which I do think Kirby has said he's not going to name somebody, and he actually said it's going to be based upon practice, which I'm fine with. Coach, speak me to death on that. I don't really care um, yeah. because whoever does perform in practice, come on out. It's Florida. We're going to have the same game plan, um, and I don't anticipate us being down by 20. Now, you put me in a situation where we got to score 20, in one half, yeah, give me give me JT with the ball because he's going to be able to do that, hundred um, uh, percent. What do you think about this Florida offense going against this vaunted defense like we talked about? What what's the ceiling of point total for Florida offense against us this game? That's a good one. Um, I would say in the 24, 28 range, you know, if, if is the think, ceiling. I, yeah. Yeah. It's the ceiling. I think, I think, you know, say what you want about Florida and the quarterbacks and, and, and Emory Jones, but I think Anthony Richardson is a, is a really good, he's, he's a very talented kid. He's if, talented. If they, can, if they can figure it out. Um, I think he's, he's a, he's a real threat. Now I think we're, we're in a good spot because we've seen something like him before. Right. I think KJ Jefferson is a pretty close analog to what we're going to see from Anthony Richardson and we shut him down. Difference was, you know, where that was in Sanford stadium, this is going to be basically a home game in Florida. You guys want to talk about something Take to ask me about my field. That's a, that's a, that's a de facto Florida home game every single year, but that, that's besides the point. So, but okay. you know, I think, 24 28 is their ceiling. That does not mean I think they're going to get there. I don't think they're going to get there, but I think that's their ceiling. 
and it comes through Anthony Richardson. If they play, if they play Emory Jones, that's that's a guaranteed two picks right there. Maybe one pick six. Um, Gosh, Dan Mullen, just Dan Mullen, your way to giving us points, please, by starting Emory <laughs> Jones and keeping him in there, please. I just don't yeah. know if, like, if I'm a Florida fan right now, and Anthony Richardson has not gotten every rep in the bye week, every rep with the ones. That's malpractice for the team. Like that is that's cause to be fired right there. Like, what are you doing as a coach if you're just if you're going to keep rotating these guys? When like you got Stetson, you got JT. We can have a a a heated debate about which one. Guess what? They're both done pretty dang good when they played quarterback this year. That is not the case over at Florida. Now, listen, Anthony Richardson has not been. He's not been perfect. lights out, he's not been perfect. But, he's, yeah, yeah. but he's 18 years old. He's a kid and he's got all the talent uh, in the world. Emory Jones has had his moment. He's had his time. He's shown that he's not it. And so I don't see how you can keep trying him out there. Well, we'll see. I, I don't expect, honestly, I don't expect Emory Jones to play a lot. Clint mentioned no. the picks. Clint mentioned the picks prop bet for Emory Jones. I wouldn't take that prop bet right now. Like, because I'm not sure Emory Jones plays unless things start to get out of hand, which now it might. And, you know, and Dan Mullen feels like he's got to make some changes. He's got to do some things differently because they're down, you know, they're down 17 points in the blink of an eye. And uh, Anthony Richardson has been bottled up. Um, The, the Florida, the Florida offense, um, Put up a lot of yards this year, ninth in total offense in the country, going up against the number one total defense in the country in the University of Georgia. I, I think the more intriguing matchup to me, Justin, is on the other side of the ball, uh, where this Georgia offense, I don't know, maligned by the national media. Like I don't I don't understand it's, it's the narrative. But the narrative is out there that this Georgia offense is trash. Um Averaging thirty eight point six points a game, but I guess that's trash. I don't know. Like when you terrible when you embarrassing when you when you yeah. average when you average scoring thirty three more points than your defense allows per game. I guess that's not enough. I don't know. I don't know. That's not enough to. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it. The math does not add up. Somebody get a mathematician on the podcast. We need some advice. Um, what is this Florida defense? What do you see as the strengths of the Florida defense? Are there areas of concern for you as a, a Georgia offense going into this game? And what are the areas that you feel like we can try to exploit? Their their defense doesn't provide any level of concern for me. Like that that that's a joke of a defense. Hmm. And you you want to oh. talk about Grant? Uh, you want to talk about Mullins' management of the quarterbacks? His management of Grantham and and leaving Grantham in, in this position there. That's fireable offense number one. Like you got to get Mal- that guy out of there. This you got to get him out of there. Um, but you know, I, I said on Twitter about a year ago, something about Mullen came up, and I said I speak on behalf of all of the University of Georgia and its fan base when I say I hope Dan Mullen never leaves Florida. You should have seen here, here. That's because you're a moron or you're an idiot. I mean, a year later, because I'm petty, I've been going back to those tweets and say, oh, you know, Mullen's doing a great job, guys. Keep, keep yeah. it up. Keep it up. Same thing with Todd Grantham. He's he's doing a great yeah. job. I hope he never leaves. But no, in all seriousness, if you're Florida, as long as he's at the helm there, you've seen what he's going to give you. You've seen his track record. Like, look at look at what he did to us. Like, people gave Mike Bobo so much crap for his time in Georgia. Mike Bobo has probably got chronic back problems to this day. 
because he had to carry the team because Todd Grantham was giving up 35 points a week. Like I, I just, yeah, I don't have any concerns yeah. about what they're going to do. They got some talent, but he's not, he's not going to put it together. No. And, and that's the thing that's really weird. They do. I mean, they have talent, but to even suggest that this defense is even on the same playing field as our defense and this D line, the front seven, you go down the list, and Florida fans be all over the place right now trying to figure out how they can stack up somebody against Jordan Davis statistics and yada, yada, yada. Jordan it's not Davis even the same. Florida, right? that's what exactly. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. It's just, it's comical to even suggest that these guys are there. Now that's not to say they don't have no talent. They do have talent. This defensive line is good. Just like we can say of Kentucky, their offensive line was good. The best offensive line we'll face. And they got destroyed by our defense. Were, just, just, to, just to be clear, Clint, there were moments in that game where Kentucky's good offensive line made plays against Georgia's elite defensive line. That's what happens when you match yep. up a good unit against an elite unit. Over the course of 60 minutes, there are going to be times when that good unit is able to make some hay and make a few plays, and Kentucky, you saw that. They moved the ball down the field. They were able to run the ball effectively. I know that the rushing stats at the end of the game didn't look great, but there were times, especially in the first half of that game, when Kentucky's run game looked decent against Georgia. There were times when they were hitting things on the outside against Georgia, but but over the course of 60 minutes, you saw how it played out. Now you take the same thing with what I think is a really, really talented offensive line, underrated offensive line that Georgia has really coming into their own and playing uh, way above their pay grade at this point, yeah. way, way above what we expected from them. And you match them up against a good Florida front seven, and there are going to be times when Florida gets a three and out in this game. I, I do believe that. There are going to be times when Florida makes a defensive stand in this game. You're going to see that. But over the course of 60 minutes, it's just not going to hold up. It's not going to be there. And then you start getting back into that secondary, Justin, and that's where things get really, really. I, I hope, I hope Florida fan. Really Lou, just like, I'm, I'm seeing the reports that he's he's you know he's running with the twos at practice, but I'm mm. running with the ones and straight fly okay. routes, straight go routes all day. Like we gotta have he a can run with the twos. That's fine. That's just we're gonna just get that rotation up and going. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say they're gonna get that rotation up and going. Don't you worry. I'm. I, I'm just I'm concerned for the well-being of Todd Grantham. Like, can you has a coach ever been fired at halftime? Just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has a coach ever been fired? An assistant coach ever been fired by an athletic director at halftime? Right after that, athletic director fired the head coach at halftime. That's the question we should <laughs> just be comes asking. in and says, "Both of you." Now, uh, hey, we're gonna come back. We're gonna ask Justin some more questions, but first, we'll let you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. How do we know? We've tried them. All of them, every last new flavor that comes out, and they're all delicious. All this them. just in, every last one of them is delicious. Daniel and I love them. Some are crispy, some protein bars come in packs. Uh, they come in all sorts of flavors, and you can get yours right now at BuiltBar.com with the promo code Locked On to get 15%. Locked On 15 gets you 15% off your entire order, no matter if you buy one box or 20 boxes. So get that savings going. They are high in protein, low in sugar. They are high in fiber, keto approved, post-workout, pre-workout, uh, during a workout, meal replacement on the go, builtbar.com for your tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. Also, I'll let you know about betonline.ag. If you're a longtime listener of the podcast, then you know that Clint and I will be back tomorrow giving out those locks. If you like money and you like acquiring new money, 
to the money that you already have, then this is a great way to do so. You go to betonline.ag. They're your online sportsbook experts. You bet on everything. Baseball, basketball, football. I don't know if you know this, but every sport in the world is being played right now. It's kind of the greatest time of the year. You go bet on hockey. You do whatever you want. BetOnline.ag. It's your online sportsbook expert. Go there right now. Get ready for locks tomorrow. Enter the promo code locked on. They're going to give you a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That means you deposit 100 bucks. They give you 50 free dollars on top. Uh, that's free money with which to lay on that. Lay the points. with your, uh, You don't even have to wait for locks tomorrow. Listen, go to BetOnline.ag. Lay the bet. points. Lay the points with Georgia. They're covering this. They're going to beat Florida. Uh, and so... BetOnline.ag is your online sportsbook experts, and they're the place that Clint and I trust for all of our online wagering. All right, Justin, uh, you got something? You got a question, Clint, or where do you want to go? No, no, no. I, I I see the list of questions you got, and I was I, I like where you're heading. Yeah, I want to I want to play a little game. I want to get your official picks. I want to get your official pick on the game. I need a score. I'm going to need it all. And so, uh, be be just just be uh, formulating that. But I want to play a little game. I want to play a little over-under here. Ooh, here okay? We so we'll play with both of you. All right? We'll play with all three of us. Okay? All right. So I'm going to set the lines. This is betonline.ag approved. And we're going to we're just going to give a simple over-under. Okay? Here's our prop. Yep. Okay. This, here we go. This is prop bets on college football. Prize picks. This episode is brought to you by this segment right here. We're doing right here. It. We're yeah. it. If, if you eat a built bar, Justin, while we do this segment, we'll have everything covered. It'll Just, be good. Things are going to absolutely go awry in a hurry. It's computers. Right, we're going to start here. And I'm going to use Vegas numbers for these because Vegas numbers are out there. I'm going to go total points by Florida. Ooh. And the line right now is 18 and a half. That is the that is the line for Florida's point total in this game. Justin, you said their ceiling is as high as 24. You said you didn't think they were going to get there. This is a bit lower than that. 18 and a half, gentlemen. Where are you going over or under? Justin, you can start. I'm going to go with the over, guys. And um, not Ooh. because I think they're going to you know, just light up the scoreboard, but I might I think you might see some Kentucky like action here where they're sitting on like maybe third. 13 in the fourth quarter on a final drive and they're just trying to put one in to make the scoreboard look a little bit more respectable and that's how they get over 18 but 18 is a little low i think i think mullen i think mullen's gonna he's not gonna go out that bad <laughs> I, I would say over 18 over 18 oh this is a what? hard under for me hard under <laughs> give me i am so <laughs> i am so confident in our defense against this offense i've watched this offense against every other defense that they played and nothing's now now anthony richardson uh, he's talented so so the wild card's there he could break off a couple of big chunk plays um and if that's the case but i would i would take the under daniel this is a scary this is a scary one for me um, and I almost, I saw it at 18 and a half and I thought it's over 17. That's an instant bet under. This is Georgia defense. The total is over 17. It's just got to be an instant under. Nobody can score 17 against this Georgia defense. But you go back and look, and this is something we haven't talked about yet on the podcast, but, um, I went back and looked, do you know the last time now we have to take out, we're going to take out the new year's six game against Oklahoma last year. That's a postseason game. And I think we can both agree, even though Florida is trash, that Florida team had quit. 
that was not a that oh, was yeah. that was not an indicator of that floor. They got run by Oklahoma, but they they had quit the season, which is an indicator of how bad their coach is, but not an indicator of how bad that team was. So yep. we're gonna take that out. The last regular season game, the Dan Mullen Florida team lost by more than fourteen points, fellas. Do you know when it was? Ooh, when was the line it? Is fourteen right now. The last yep. regular season game that the now keep in mind, they played national champion Alabama last year and did not lose to them by more than 14. The year before that, they played national champion LSU, maybe the best college football team we've seen in Ever. a generation. They did not lose to them by more than 14 points. I believe it was 14. Uh so you have to go all the way back to 2018, and they lost two games back to back. By more than 14 points, they were to your Georgia Bulldogs in that game where he ran the flea flicker on the first play, Justin, that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah. And I then the next week, completely blew it. Yeah, good lord. <laughs> and then the <laughs> next week, the next week they lost by 19 to the Drew Locke led Missouri Tigers, yeah, Tigers. Um, as the season fell apart for Dan Mullen in his first year. But yeah. you got to go all the way back to 2018. Dan Mullen keeps these things close. He yeah. keeps them that close. Was, that was and the so, I said earlier. You know, like Florida, they play up to the level of competition when the team is yeah. better than them, and they'll play down to the level of competition when they're playing in a theory team. That's kind of who yeah. they are. That's kind of who they are. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna still say under, but I think it's going to be right around that number. I think it's going to be 17-20. I think it's going to be around that number. So uh, give me total points by Georgia. The line right now is 32.5. So total points by Georgia over under 32.5, Justin. Over. Over, over, and especially okay. because you know that number might get bolstered by some knots, non-offensive touchdowns. Uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll get another punt return or another punt block for a touchdown, a pick six. Um, we had a pick six last year um, in that game. I think Eric Stokes took one yep. back, keeping up, keeping us in the yep. game um, yep. in early in the first half or late in the second half, late in, uh, late in the first half, I should say. So I'm gonna go over. This is over, over. Oh, come on. This is all the points. I, we want to score Todd Munkin against Todd Grantham. Like, you choice. Yep. Go ahead. Tell me That's which it. one you want. Because That's it. This I know who I'm taking every day and twice on Sundays. Battle of the Todds. We will have a competent quarterback at the helm this entire game. We did not last year. No offense to Dewan Mathis, but we did not have a competent quarterback, a whole quarterback at the helm. Uh for the entire game this season. And I think Kirby I remembers Newman. these types of things. This time, yeah. <laughs> Jamie Newman. Oh, that's the first Jamie Newman reference on the podcast this year, it I think, is. Justin. Kudos to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go over on this one. I'm not sure about the Florida point total, but I am sure about this one. I think Georgia's going to score a bunch of points. All right. Red zone trips for Florida in this game, three and a half. Over under three and a half times in the red zone for Florida this game. Under, under, you know, under. I think, I think if, if they're if they're getting if they're getting in the end zone, it's big plays. I don't see them Ooh. methodically driving down the field on us. Um, and okay. Into the red zone, I think our defense is too good for that. Now, what we haven't really seen this year is we haven't really seen our secondary just get tested. You know, there's one argument to be made about our defense. I think that's a fair one. 
is that, you know, the quarterbacks that we have played, um, you know, what, and that it might be a function of just how good our front seven is that we're not giving them time to take, to take those deep shots, but you haven't seen a lot of that, but I think that's kind of going to be what their MO is, is like, you know, Anthony Richardson loves the deep shot. It's his, it's a blessing and a curse for him because he throws interceptions that same way. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think we're going to see some, some deep shots from them. And, you know, if they get behind Ringo or, or, or Kendrick for whatever, for whatever reason, that might be one of them, but I don't see four trips in the red zone. Okay. Clint, quickly, over under. Under. Come on, y'all. They get one trip under. to the red zone. Under. I think I think Florida's kicking a lot of field goals in this game. I think mm-hmm. that's so and, and maybe some long field goals. Let's get to the one I'm, I'm very curious about. I, r- quickly, sacks for UGA. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say, Justin. A lot of some of the reasons Georgia's secondary hasn't been tested. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but it's hard to throw deep when you're laying on your back. I don't know if you ever tried. You really need to put your lower body into it when you're trying to throw the ball far, <laughs> and it's hard to do when you're laying on your back. So sacks for Georgia, and I'm going to put the number at four and a half in this game. Two mobile quarterbacks. You got to keep yep. got to keep that in yep. mind. Yeah, yeah, that that's what I'm thinking about. Um, I'm going to go over though. I'm going to mm. go over. Um, you know, looking at. Those outside linebackers, you know, Adam Anderson, I think Ooh. this might be a game when he really, he really breaks out. And I, I like what I've seen from Nolan as well. Um, yeah. Who I really do want yeah. to see a little bit more from is is Trevon Walker. You know, I think with the, the amount of attention that that Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt are getting, I'm like, Trevon is like, you're right there, man. Like just, and he's been there a few times or more than a few times this year. And he's like, for whatever reason, he just can't get the guy on the ground. But, you know, mm-hmm. if we can just get a little bit of more action out of him on the stat sheet, I'm going I'm to take the – I think things might fall apart. And, you know, we might get like three and one on one drive <laughs> from these guys. Yeah. Dan Mullen offense does quick screens, quick passes, stupid tunnel screens, stupid gimmicky plays all the time. But it's hard to do that in five, six-yard chunks when you're already down by 14. And so I think he's going to have to turn in, rely on his quarterbacks to make plays. And yeah, they're mobile. But do you know what happens when you get rushed in your face and you are a mobile quarterback? You rely on your legs. And do you know what happens when you rely on your legs as a gazelle when you have the lions behind you? You get taken down over four and a half, Daniel. Yeah, I think over as well. This offensive line for Florida is not good. I don't know. People are not talking about that. But this offensive line for Florida is not good. So, um this defensive line for Florida uh, for Georgia, this just in, is good. Okay, Justin, Ooh. let's get some official predictions. Um, you've already hinted at a high-scoring game. It sounds like so. It uh, seems like both you had both teams over their point total. Um, so Justin likes the over in locks segment tomorrow. It's, over, it's like fifty right now, I think. Yep. Uh, so talk to me about um, how the game plays out and a score prediction uh, in the end. Um, I'll come right out with my score prediction. I'm going to go UGA 42, Florida mm-hmm. 20, Florida mm, 20. 42-20. Love it. I think it's not even going to be as close as that, and that's not a close score, but it's, I don't think it's going to be as close as that score even shows. I think, again, I think they're going to get a late score where they're just trying to make it look a little bit more respectable than it actually was, kind of like Kentucky did. I, yep. I still think that was a clown move, but. I could be persuaded that it wasn't, but um, I think that's kind of how it goes. I think we 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 come out and get a big lead 
uh, in the first half. And then we kind of take our foot off the gas like we love to do, like Kirby loves to do. But I think there's still a little bit of animosity about how things went down last year. And we let them know who's still really in charge of the East. Yeah, it, revenge game. I mean, we've been hearing it a lot this week as we've been talking to people, as we've as we've interacted with people on Twitter and the comments on YouTube, on, via email, whatever. Like that seems to be the narrative that's coming around, and and there's not a lot of revenge that's needed. But Florida is one of those teams. You know, this is not, this is not 2017 when we're like coming off of a loss to everybody mm -hmm. in the conference, mm -hmm. basically. <laughs> um, included. But yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> But Kirby is a revenge guy. He's a guy that, you know, he's using that. He's motivating those players. Uh, and he's talking to the media about how this is a great Florida team. And I don't know how he must go home and repent. I don't know, like, what's going F on there. TMF. I mean, he knows, guys. He knows that's a lie. He knows it's a lie. <laughs> but listen, he he's saying what needs to be said. But behind those locker room doors, you know that he's getting after it and uh, he's going to do everything he can to make this not as close as it could be. Um, man, Justin, it's been a blast. Um, yeah, this is the longest podcast me. of the week and uh, feels like mad. I've got like 20 more questions I could ask. I'm not mad about it. Uh, all right. We're going to have you back on. Uh, remind the folks of your Twitter handle, anything, any, anywhere else that they can, um, can, can find all of your nonsense takes. My, my takes are not nonsense. My takes are hot takes, fresh <laughs> takes, and usually right, except when they're not. But you can find me on Twitter at, at JustinBTweeton underscore. Um, I'm on there probably a lot more often than I should be. I think Sarah was saying, like, you know, what's up with these lawyers that just spend all their time on Twitter? That's me. I'm your guy. Um, yep, so that's check your me guy. out on Twitter for sure. Um, uh, all right. Well, if you need some legal advice, uh, Lockdown Bulldogs gets a cut. Of anything that you, if anything that Justin charges Referrals, you, referrals, 5%. You know that. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, Justin, I assume we will see you at the Applebee's in Indianapolis. Is that correct? Well, I mean, we'll, we'll be out there. We'll, we'll be we're out gonna be there. in Miami first. We're going to be in Miami first. But then, you okay. know, we'll, we'll make our plans. Ooh. We'll solidify the plans in Miami about what we're going to do in Indianapolis. Okay. Yeah. But then we'll be eating good in the neighborhood over in Indianapolis. You be sure about that. Uh, all right. Justin, thanks for coming on. Clint and I will be back Thank tomorrow. You. We got locks, and uh, we'll talk to you guys then. See you. Hey, guys.